Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. I have a noodle. My name is Josh. That makes me uniquely qualified to host this podcast. I have a lot of fun friends and I brought another one on. Uh, today we're going to be speaking with Solid Angel and Tattooed Beauty, Mel Coots. Melissa Coots came on the show. We talk beards, tattoos, what she's looking for in dudes out in Vegas. We even chat about one of our favorite Zeponians, uh, Vanessa Lawson. I apologize again, Vanessa, when you get to that part. Please forgive me. You'll hear what I'm talking about if you get there. Anywho, stoked for you guys to tune in. Hope you're having a great day. Hit the theme. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Already. Right at the beginning of the episode. Um, all right. We're going to put that one in the chamber. I'm okay. going to introduce you, explain what we're going to do here, and then we have to go right into it. Yeah, um, I guess so. So my wonderful guest today, Melissa Coots. I said the last name correct. You did, yeah. Yes. yes. First try, <laughs> technically. Hey, guys. So um, you're wonderfully the first female on the podcast. Nice. Not to be the last, but... Um, I mean, we're only seven episodes in, so hopefully okay. we'll get a lot more guests For coming sure. through. I'm super stoked. Um, but why we freaked out at my phone going off, um, there are three rules to the podcast. And we've, we talked about them on, on, on the way over, but the, the big rules are, um, first and foremost, if we get interrupted, someone knocking at the door, sometimes our producer's here and he has a moment, um, or a phone goes off, we have to take a shot. So I'm ready. Man. We have a uh, Seagram Seven and some squirts. We so do. I need yeah. a chaser. Perfect. Um, rule two is if I come across a topic that you don't want to talk about, your safe word is Dean's French onion dip, and I'll just okay. totally skip without asking questions. Okay, I okay. like that. Easy peasy. Yeah, I'm an Ever? open book though, so I would be surprised if we have to use it. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. how far I'd have to go for you to use Dean's. French yeah, onion no, dip. it's pretty bad. I have don't no filter. As, <laughs> you don't strike me as a chick who needs a safe word. <laughs> Read into that however you guys want. Yeah. <laughs> um, and our third rule is you have to share. And okay, yeah. I mean, come on. you got yeah. it's, it's your episode. Okay. I'm just cool, hosting. Yeah. Whatever you guys want to hear. I mean, if you find it interesting, then by all means, I'll talk until you tell me we'll to We'll do more. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If, I mean, I know you, you have an awesome audience, and we'll come right back into sure. your big audience and, cool. and where we met and all that good stuff, but... I'm going to pause. We got to pour ourselves a drink. <sighs> One sec, guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> all right. And we're back. Um, Seagram's is not a sponsor, but it's what I've pulled off the shelf today. So I apologize. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's a man. lot of Seagram's right it's now. It's a tall, a skinny shot much. glass. Yeah. yeah a little too much. Chaser. I have a water chaser. We'll see how that works. I have a squirt chaser again. So. Well, all right. cheers and Fuck to it. no more interruptions. <laughs> Oh, hot lava. <coughs> that actually wasn't too bad. Man. I've so, uh, been drinking for like a month straight, though, like oh, after well. being on hiatus for quite a while. So this is uh, going down pretty nice. That's okay. So I have no problem doing shots and I have no, no, I'm, I'm good now. I know I'm doing shots, but every single time it gives me like the, where it almost feels like you can't take a breath. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to be so good at these. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's a good thing I'm not. But it's it's really a good thing, right? Yeah. Like, how great is it that I am really good at taking shots? Not not so great. No, well, we all have yeah. our talents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and I've unfortunately lost that one. So that's awesome that we started the episode like that. But um, so I brought this up with Louis, who's the only other guest so far that doesn't live with me. Um, and I wanted to know how we met, and he told me an awesome story. So, Melissa, how did we meet? Yeah, so... Do you remember from your point of view? I totally do, yeah. So, uh, it was definitely, what, like, two or three years ago, so Mm -hmm. it's been a while, uh, at our last job. We used to work together. Yep, yep. And we had these extended learning classes where we'd go and just, uh, learn about a subject. So, the classes were anywhere from, like, an hour to two hours, and this one just happened to be a multi-day class, and... Uh, they'll usually do introductions the first, you know, 10, 20 minutes yeah. and everybody kind of goes around Robin and, you know, talks a little bit about themselves and here's this guy, full beard, never seen him before in my life. What, what class was it? Oh, like a history class maybe? You know what, I don't even remember what the class was. Uh, but what stood out to me was you're like, oh, hey, I'm Josh and like you're kind of telling your story and it might not have been in the introduction. Was it improv, maybe? Oh, it might have Where been we improv. Had to, we had to yeah, get, like, right. super deep with each other. Exactly, yeah. So you're right. I don't think it was, like, the introduction. But what stood out to me was you're like, okay, here's my story. Yeah. I'm bisexual. Oh, I, I dove right into you it. You dove right into it. You're like, I used to be a club promoter. And I could be telling the story wrong. Like, I might be remembering it. The not club fully. promoter part isn't me. You, uh... Basically, you talked about having a job basically with like a lot of prestige and a lot of money and like it just wasn't you. I don't know. Like there was just something, though, about that story. Like I said, it's a little fuzzy, but what stood out to me was just your courage. And oh, yeah. At our last job, uh, like I was telling Josh on the ride over, I definitely felt you kind of had to water your personality down a little bit. You oh, know, of as, course. As fun as it was, you know, it's definitely an amazing place. I'll never say a bad thing about it. The one thing that kind of was... A little shitty was just you had to be what everybody wanted you to be. At you, least you that's did. what I felt. Yeah, yeah. No, and and unfortunately that's going to be like unless you're working for yourself, that's a forever for thing. For sure, right? That's just that's, a corporate thing, no I matter mean, what. Yeah, and and the the big prestige, and I think I know exactly what you're talking about. It wasn't so much prestige and a lot of money, but I, I lived at Panorama. Maybe that's what it was. was? That what it was? Yeah, I, yeah. I lived in, and like, at the, the time penthouse. I was like, holy shit, that sounds amazing. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> yeah. So I lived in a penthouse at my last job yeah. before my previous. Um, it was a startup. There. Gave us a penthouse in exchange for equity, and that's a whole fun episode I'll talk about. Please, but, I'd love um, to hear more. I'm glad that that comes off as prestigious. That was a fun start. I'm easily impressed. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's just pretty impressive, but also I'm like, whoa, that's amazing. I want to live amazing. in a panorama suite. <laughs> no, but we, what's, what's yeah. funny is you brought up like that I, I, I opened up, and that's yeah. it's funny that it, it's such a thing that like is on my sleeve. Anyone can ask about it, and it doesn't matter. But it's also something that like no one ever asks. So it's an easy pull for me when they're just like, all right, mm-hmm. get deep, open up quick. I'm just like, all oh, right. got it. Yeah, <laughs> How bam. How do you want it, baby? <laughs> bam. Yeah. No. That's funny. Okay, so that's Yeah, a, that was pretty th- cool. That was very courageous intro. of you. Yeah, it was a great first intro. Definitely okay. after that, had a lot of respect just uh, because uh, I, d- I am an open book, but at work specifically, like, just very closed off. Like, nobody knew anything about me. I kept private for a reason, yeah. and I liked that. I liked having my own separate personal life and my own work life, and um, it kind of made me look at you a little bit differently. So cool. um, I think it was a while, though, after that, before we started running into each other yeah, a little bit more. Of, yeah, yeah, outside of work, I would run into you downtown, yep, and then yep, we yep. started working together a little bit. Yeah. So I think over the years, uh kind of grew on me. <laughs> You're uh-huh. definitely that one does. of those people, when I left uh, our job, I wanted to reach out, and I was like, hey, you know what? I don't work there, but you've always been super rad. Like, let's keep in touch. No, awesome. 
Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's it's something that I've I've never had. Obviously, I've never had a, my own talk show, and this is the closest I'll get for a while. But like, that's one thing that I realized that like I've never known how other people have seen our interact our first interaction for sure, right? And like, that's something that like if I have this podcast, I'm gonna ask it. So that's thank you. That's yeah. that, that's really cool. Can and I uh, ask you real quick? I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, what, what was your first interaction of me or like reaction? I I really. I'm kind of afraid to ask. <laughs> no, 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 no. I you're absolutely right. Improv was the first time that we like had combos and yeah. talk because we had to work with everyone in the class. We did, but yeah. like. Mel, you got to realize that everyone at, at at our previous job, you stand out. <laughs> out of we were a, a company of crazies, but like you stood out. You're incredibly attractive. You have awesome tattoos, and you have this personality that like is almost even bigger than you are Aww. as a person. And it like took up whatever room that you're in. So that was like my first interaction was seeing you. Thank you. And then the awesome. first time that we talked, I think was in prep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Uh, with um, uh, who who's who's our coach? Oh, I don't remember. She had, um, oh man, there's I, so many amazing people. Though, I know exactly yeah. who it is, and I'm blanking. And she's gonna if she ever hears this, she's is, gonna be so uh, mad. Was she one of the trainers? No, or? she okay. she hosted all the all hands. Oh, Vanessa. Vanessa. Oh Vanessa man, Lawson. Vanessa. I'm yeah. so sorry, Vanessa Lawson. If you're listening, you're pretty freaking incredible. You're an amazing person. I'm so sorry. You're I one of those people your where you're so likable. It's disgusting. Like, do you ever yeah. meet those? No, like, no offense personally, but like, you ever meet those people that are just so magnetic, and you're just like, there's nothing unlikable about you. You're just like an amazing person. Seriously. And you're like, wow. Man, and I, <laughs> Vanessa, I am so sorry. I had your beautiful face in my mind as I closed my eyes and I was trying to remember your first name. Those are some good old It has uh, been way too days. long. Please, you're in, I think you're, what, still in Mexico? Please come back for a while. Please. Or drink a margarita on our behalf. Well, yeah, that too. That's it. That does sound more fun, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, don't come back here. It's hot. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's probably hot it, there, It's too. probably hot there. But yeah. Anywho, so, um, yeah, that was, I think, my first interaction with you. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was a good one. It's really funny, though, because uh, like you said, you never really know how people take you. And uh, I'm very much in my head most of the time. And oh, yeah. since leaving uh, our old job, I've had a bunch of people hit me up on social media, texts and stuff like that. And they're just, uh, you know, saying incredible things about me, how much they miss me and how much yeah. I stood out. And I was just like, I, no offense, never remember meeting you. Like, you know, no, just, that's I, I'm, yeah. I'm very bad with like faces and stuff like that. So it's, it's kind of hard to keep track. But uh, just it's just really it nice to it. hear. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice to hear that you're Mr. People, uh-huh. you know, like you. So, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so uh, one of the reasons that, that you stand out and this is just going off total skin deep, yeah. pun intended, is you have a shit ton of awesome tattoos. Oh, thank you. So can I let's just going straight from the face value and then we'll talk more other things I want to okay, touch. Cool. I want to bring up an awesome interaction. Well. We'll decide if it's awesome. It was a crazy interaction I had today, and then that'll lead into other things. But you have some incredible tattoos. Where and when and which one was first? Like, yeah, where'd no. they start? Why? All that stuff. Thank you. So, um, being Hispanic, like, I definitely grew up with uh, Mexican gang culture. It's like a sure. huge influence. Like, yeah. my mom was tattooed. My grandpa was tattooed. My Did grandpa, you grow up in Las Vegas? Uh, no, I grew up in Southern California. Okay. So, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley, yeah. which is uh, about 15, 20 minutes from Magic. Okay. Pretty close to L.A. So sure, sure, sure. Um, we moved over when I was 16, okay. 15, 16, so I've been out here for a bit. Um, but, uh, you know, the tattoos were just something that was, were so normal to me. Sure. But it was always, like, black and gray, like, prison style. Yeah. And that just kind of stood out and um, was very much different than a lot of my family. Everybody yeah. was more so, like, gang, hip-hop, like, and I was a total punk rock kid. Like, <laughs> at one point, I think I tried to, like, spike my hair with, like, syrup or oh, something. Oh, what? <laughs> Well, 
like the internet wasn't a thing back then so you would just kind of like hear people like hey how do you get liberty spikes which the, those yeah, are the spikes like the that just stand straight up yeah huge I wanted them so bad. Soup? Yeah, it didn't really work. It just made my hair crunchy. I know that sounds, oh, it's super embarrassing. That's like, amazing. No. <laughs> we all have awkward things from our teenage years, but uh, I was totally like that kid that was in uh, Dickies and Doc Martens that's listening amazing. to like super punk rock bands. Totally thought I was too cool. But uh, with that, like music being such a huge influence like yeah. during my teenage years and just the people that I looked up to in high school, you yeah. know, they were covered in tattoos already, even being like underage. Oh, uh, so I just knew like in my head, I knew I was going to be tattooed. Like yep. I knew I was going to have full sleeves and um, really grateful that I didn't start getting most of my tattoos until later. Cause yeah. I would totally be covered in like really, really shitty really work. Shitty <laughs> no, your work is great. Thank you. Yeah. And there's stuff that you've actually done. We'll talk like, we'll talk about yeah, selling it in a second. For sure. Yeah. Um, but like, what was the first tattoo that you got? In, so in I'm going to show you this. So, okay. uh, you guys can't I, see I me, but I'm showing yeah, my, uh, my ankle tattoo. Oh, so yeah. it's a uh, flaming dice. Yep. I was 16. I'll never forget this tattoo. So, um, my mom and my aunt actually we had just moved to vegas i think we were out here for about two years yeah. and uh, my aunt started dating a guy and his friend was a tattoo artist okay and a super talented guy yeah, uh, yeah. which it's funny because that being my first tattoo i mean it's not the best but it's also not the worst yeah, yeah. um it's held up great it it's held up great awesome. yeah the ink yeah. is good but uh he was a total tweaker total drug addict oh, had a wandering eye which is pretty interesting because uh, he kept focused during the tattoo really? which was pretty impressive but uh, i had talked my mom into this all night because she was getting a tattoo by him so this okay. guy came over to our house everybody had been drinking like i said it was only 16 years old and i was like mom this is a tattoo that i wanted i used to be a big drawer when i was yeah. younger so like yeah, i would yeah, just yeah. sketch stuff out all the time and um i had sketched out a design it's uh flaming dice and you know of course being las vegas total cliche oh, yeah. but uh, i had sketched it, out this flaming dice yeah. and i showed it to him I, originally i wanted it on my stomach sure which after a couple kids i'm so happy because it wouldn't have held up yeah. <laughs> very well sure uh finally got it on my ankle uh, after wearing down my mom and I remember just bracing myself for the pain so I'm just like sitting on the couch you know he's getting everything all uh, like set up and ready because you've heard nothing but like it hurts it hurts it hurts for sure right I think that's yeah. everybody's biggest fear is like it's, this is gonna be it's painful. a needle it's gonna hurt and the yeah. sound is, is pretty intense like if you're not used to it like I know now, like people that are covered in tattoos, like that sound brings a lot of peace. But yeah. like if you're not used to it, dude, that shit's fucking. It scary. is. So I I went yeah. with one of my best friends to get a tattoo, and that was one of the first things yeah. that I noticed is like, a it was like antiseptic, like it smelled like super. For sure, no, yeah. As as well it should, but that was the thing. It was so loud. So loud, it's, yeah. And it's such like a weird like. I've never been able to replicate it outside of going to it. Yeah. yeah. So I know exactly what you're yeah. talking and about. And it's funny because now I'm like, oh, like it's so like. Yeah. It's such a calming, like peaceful feeling to think about funny. that. But uh, he, I was bracing myself for it. And then he went in and I was like, wow. And, you know, the ankle's not a real painful spot to begin mm. with, which, you know, worked in my favor. So sure. after he did it, I think, you know, super quick. I think he bangs it out in like an hour. That's of awesome. Of course, you yeah. know, tweaker work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after that, I kind of fell in love. So uh, I remember just walking around like being a kid and you know hanging out like these who i thought were like super cool kids yeah. and but like oh hey guys you know only wearing here's shorts, my ankle only wearing shorts <laughs> being super time. dramatic trying to show it off and uh i fell in love you That's know amazing. and since then i was really lucky I, I don't know if we talked about this yet but um I worked in a tattoo shop for a couple years and it's totally like the McDonald's of tattoo shops, right? So uh, if you guys are Vegas locals, diversity, mm -hmm. it's um, 
it's owned by people that aren't even in the tattoo industry or have any tattoos. But um, there was a lot of talented artists and I respect really? the artists that work there and, you yeah. know, say what you want about the shop or the owners themselves. There's a lot of talent that has been through That's those awesome. doors. And um, I was lucky enough to manage a couple of them uh, for a few years. And I want to say like 80 percent of my artwork. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. That's right. Um, 80% of my artwork actually came from when I worked at diversity. Um, really? Just the guys, you know, hey, Mel, like, I've got nothing going on. Like, I'm kind of bored. Do you want to get a tattoo? Like, yeah. all right. Yeah, <laughs> I was 18, 19 years old. Like, sure, why not? So, uh, you know, with that, I got a lot of my work done. And now being older and, you know, doing tattoo modeling and being involved with an amazing brand that I am that is uh, a collective of artists. Yeah. Um, I'm very grateful for the fact that I have been able to get tattooed by some of who I consider the best tattoo artists in the yeah. world right oh, now. Sure. So I'm very... Um, uh, just very, I guess very cautious, That's you know awesome. what I mean, about who I let work on me. Yeah. And uh, there's one so, thing, like I want to keep my work looking great. Yeah, and, and, and do you focus specifically on a certain artist or do you really go back to like, I like the feel of the shop and like yeah. the talent there? How do you decide who gets to tattoo you? Definitely style. Yeah. So because I have so many ideas of yep. what I want, where I want. So right now um, I had just gotten my leg tattooed, but before then. Okay, uh, really quick, before yeah. we go past that, you just got your leg tattooed and they live streamed the whole thing. Yeah, so they live streamed the whole thing. So uh, They being sullen, sullen tattoo? Uh, Sullen Clothing. Sullen so, Clothing. Okay. Uh, Sullen Clothing uh, has different divisions. So there's Sullen Angels. So I'm mm -hmm. one of their Sullen Angels, which is uh, the tattoo models that model their clothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's uh, Sullen Clothing themselves, which is a collective of artists that sure. create uh, clothing for their brand. Yep. Um, and of course, it's all like tattoo art and you know just yeah. really gorgeous work. Uh, and then Sullen TV is another division as well. So for Sullen TV, we live streamed me getting tattooed by uh, two of the guys that are on the latest season of Ink Master. Oh, sweet. Um, and I couldn't yeah. watch the whole thing. I saw it. It's yeah. like seven hours long. It was super long. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So <laughs> it was a long day. We would take little breaks, but I was very cautious of taking too long because those of you that get tattooed often or have work know, the longer you wait or like when you take breaks or the more breaks yeah. you take, that shit hurts. <laughs> yeah. Your skin just has a chance to kind of like settle in. And it's like, what are you doing to me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So just keep adrenaline going. Exactly. For but the guys would need to take breaks. And obviously, you know, I would take breaks and stuff like that. But we pretty much went the entire time and it was a collaboration piece. So that was the first time I'd ever gotten tattooed by two people at one time. Yeah. So it was basically getting tag teamed. I yeah. tried to no, well, limit I the mean, tag team jokes as much as possible. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm super proud of this. Tag it's my selling badge. You're allowed to talk about Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so, uh, I'm very grateful, but a uh, style is huge for me. So yeah. because I have so many ideas of what I want to get done, um, I've never really been a fan of leg tattoos. Like I feel like sure. s they don't carry, uh, or they don't translate over to women as well as they do men. So they can look a yeah. little like trashy. So I'm very yep. hesitant about getting my legs tattooed, but super proud of my thigh tattoo. Yeah. Um, mostly upper body work. And, um, there's a few tattoos that I want to get now that I'm not necessarily, um, like loyal to a particular artist okay. it's more so of like what do i want to get yeah. done who does it well do you let me bring a sketch to the artist i do yeah actually ever... uh, pictures i'm sorry not sketches okay. I, the yeah. first sketch that i ever brought to an artist was my chest piece so okay. everybody always asks me like what is that like you know it's basically a, a, a skull with two coffins yep. and spider webs and my okay. spider webs are in pink uv ink um so it's super light-handed pink uv ink yeah so it glows in black light no <laughs> way. yeah yeah uh so this is when i was what 19 years old so super young when i got it um 
almost what 10 11 years ago and i remember going to a strip club when it was still like in progress and it glowed but i don't have a black light like that's so tacky (laughs) i don't have a black light just lying around so i've never really tested the you know the test of time to see if it still holds up but go go um, to like a cosmic bowling do one you know, of those, I've like, been to Cosmic Bowling, and you know what? Actually, now that you pointed that out, I don't think it's glowed. So really? maybe it's only good for like three months. I don't know how that works. Like that's, it kind of worn out after a that's while. That's amazing. But everybody always asks me, like, is it finished? Like, did your cat scratch you? It's like, no, bitch. <laughs> it's, it's a, a full it's chest full, tattoo. And the guy that did it, he's one of the most incredible artists, I think, that we actually have in the state. So really? super proud of uh, him being able to have uh, his work blasted on my chest. But um, It's got to be a better way to say that, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, you know, just different styles. And, yeah. yeah. So, and, and I'm, I'm always curious, like, if you take a photo and the artists are going to sketch something out, they're yeah, going to yeah. sketch out an idea, they're going to hand it to you. Have you ever gone to an artist, given them an idea, they send you back a sketch and you're just like, no, not even close. Try again. No, you know what? That's really interesting. So I've only done that twice. So sure. uh, going back to my chess piece. Yeah. Um, I, you know, just freehand drawed like uh, or drew some just really crappy like skull and like uh, yeah. the the coffins and stuff. Yep. And, uh, I gave it to him and he like looked at it and he was like super polite about it. Right. In his head, he's probably like, what are you want to get what? tattooed on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, like a day or two later, he ends up bringing it back and it's a, a lot more tribal. The lines are thicker and Got just it. it was it blew me away just because he kind of took of like where my head was out of what I wanted to get and morphed, and it, into like his morphed style. it into his style. Sure. Exactly. Like if you see this guy, he's got a, his entire arm blacked out. His name is Nolan Wheeler. He's at, I think it's Basilica. I think okay. that's how you pronounce it. Basilica tattoo. Okay. There's a few great tattoo artists there. Um, but, uh, Nolan Wheeler is super like blacked out arm because he's gotten, uh, I forget the, the type of tattooing it is, but basically like they pounded the ink into him. So it's the one, one of, yeah. With like the, yeah, the exactly. The hammer oh, man, I need a, remember what that is called exactly not nail, but it's like an actual mm-hmm. pe- yeah yeah exactly so it's like scarification essentially yeah, almost and yeah. uh you know it was definitely his style right so that That's completely really cool. morphed it into what he was uh wanting so um we did that and then actually uh pictures so i sent for my stomach tattoo i'm getting my stomach tattooed right now it's an owl with some roses um and I, i'm obsessed with owls owls are my spirit animal really? so uh yeah i have two owls tattooed on me uh okay. so one on my arm and then the other one on my stomach uh i submitted a drawing and i was sure. like hey this is what i'm thinking yeah, what I'm, you know yeah. and i give artists free creative reign right like this is what i want what do you do well yeah. and like let's collaborate on this morph this into exactly your style. so it's crazy because now um you know it's been so long since i've worked in tattoo shops sure they use uh an ipad app and it's crazy so they really? basically draw on the ipad app sure. and they you know uh so much easier with like the apple so much easier too. exactly yeah, yeah so they kind of map out your body and they kind of get an estimation so like he would, uh, you know, take a look, you know, take a picture of my stomach. That yep. way, you know, it could all line up really yeah. well. And um, you it can was work with curves. Exactly. And you can work with, you work with curves cool. of, you know, and that was Man. one thing like with it being on the stomach, you want to keep the hips and stuff because if yeah. you don't place it right, it's going to make you look more boxy. Whereas if you kind of shape the tattoo right, you're going to get Around the curve of a woman's curve. hip. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't that kind of blew like me away. Slapped on the side. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Now just the. Um, the amount of time yeah. he actually took on oh, that so was incredible. Cool. So, no, I, I'm super lucky. And that guy, uh, the one that's doing my stomach, Daniel Roca. Uh, I'm sorry, not Daniel Roca. Uh, Miguel. He's at Seven Tattoo, which is okay. a sullen clothing, uh, sullen collective art uh, tattoo shop. 
uh, he's it's just a lot of money. Okay. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I he's amazing. Definitely worth it. Yeah. But it's just like I need to get that finished. So I usually say one plug per show. Oh, I've like, plugged everybody very <laughs> slyly. Worked in a couple different plugs, but we're gonna transition because I'm gonna say what what is okay. your plug? Yeah, because we talked about it before. What what would you yeah. like to plug on 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 the show? If people are gonna walk away from this, what do you want them to do? For sure. I mean, um, I'm really lucky in the following that I'm starting to build on Instagram. Yeah. So if you guys want very impressive following, see, we'll come back to that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's a uh, jaded bombshell. Yep. Um, definitely enjoy posting provocative pictures i say (laughs) if there's one you you know what if i can make people either laugh or get hard looking at my pictures (laughs) Uh, i like to post memes uh and just you know feel sexy and have fun and you know uh like i said i've been really lucky and it is what it is it's the jaded 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 bombshell j-e-j-a-d-e-d I know, right? I, I, I turned off my phone so I don't have to do any more shots. Good. <laughs> um, so, awesome. We're gonna, you do have an awesome audience, too. You have 30,000 followers um, on Instagram? I think just sitting here, we hit uh, 33. What? Yeah, awesome. so I had social media off for about six months. I took a little bit of a break towards the end of last year. I didn't reactivate it until March of this year. Yeah. So, I... Um, kind of ease back into things totally get building it back up i I, i'm in i'm in a weird moratorium phase Mm -hmm. myself where like the only stuff i'm posting about is just the work that i'm doing like this Mm -hmm. podcast stuff and like weird thoughts that don't fit into it (laughs) like i've kind of fallen off of social a little bit Mm because i spent four years just living in such well seven years now living in social media that like I'm starting not to be able to see straight and I don't get... So anyways, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking a break and this is what I'm doing. That. It's so much easier to talk about my feelings and try to write them. Um, and I had a purpose to that, but we're going to jump on to the next thing. So you, you said something really funny that to me earlier where you're just like, I, I've, I'm done with the phase of trying to find like the Mr. Right. I just want to have fun and date yes. cute guys. So yes. <laughs> I totally get where you're coming from. Um, my roommate Jesse and I did an episode where we talked about Tinder and mm-hmm. Bumble and we went through I it. I have them. <laughs> I know, right? We went through it as we were here talking. talking I about, listened like, to that episode for. actually oh, getting ready man. this morning. Yeah. Yes. So um, what do you look for? Oh, okay. Because I know one thing mm. you look for and we're going to talk about why before we get even deeper. What do you look for? And then like describe this phase because I yeah. totally get where you're coming from Lord. and I want to make more other people. I want to make other people like okay with it because it's a weird like Tinder's for hooking up. I was like, well, Tinder's for having fun. Yeah. And, like meeting cool Both people. Both ways, right? So, like, so tell me about this phase. For sure. So I uh, have been divorced now for four years and mm-hmm. um you know i was always the girl that had somebody i had a boyfriend sure. i went from long-term relationship to long-term relationship so as an adult this is the first time after leaving my ex-husband that yeah. i was single so i lived really? it up like it was pretty cool too because uh just the confidence of just dating oh yeah you know it, it's huge especially you know I, I the way i look at it like i got into a marriage as a kid right like yeah. we had babies you know i'm babies the mother of babies. two yeah. babies is babies and you know now like i'm really lucky i have this amazing ex husband who even though we weren't right for each other he's an amazing father so i didn't feel pressured to feel like oh hey damn like i need to find a dad and you know that definitely opens it up to just having fun for a couple years and you know i dated around got to meet a bunch of cool people and you know focused a little bit on work and i like that um I want to say about two years ago, though, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm kind of over the dating thing. Like, I want to date somebody. Like, I want a boyfriend. Yeah. And 
holy shit, as soon as I decided that I wanted a boyfriend, let me tell you what I could not find. A boyfriend. A boyfriend. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> it, it's, that's the yeah. one thing the universe doesn't provide. For sure. You can metastasize anything else by thinking yeah. about it too much. Yeah. But like finding a significant other, the more you think about it, the less it's going to happen. I was like man repellent. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, people tell me I'm nice. People tell me I'm cute. Like, and what's wrong with what's me? What's wrong with me? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think as a single person, we all like... If you don't admit to this, you're a fucking liar. But there are points in singledom where you're just sitting there and you're like, holy shit, everybody is dating but me. Like, yeah. you have a boyfriend, you have a girlfriend. Like, what's wrong with me, right? And Who, uh, uh, there was a comedian that yeah. said, when you're single, all you see mm-hmm. is couples. And when all you're you in a couple, couple yep. all you see is hookers. It's what you focus yeah. on, right? <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, it's, it's true. And uh, my problem, too, is like, I'm so nurturing, you know, mother by nature, oldest of five. Like, I just want to love and give. And I have so much love in my heart to give that I would give it to the wrong men. Like, I would attract the broken. And long story short, I went through two years of just dating the biggest pieces of work like oh, I, I'm man. gonna start a blog I think I'm gonna start a podcast with just Do all it. the interesting podcast. things come on this um, well, like once a week and we'll yeah. work out all these oh, issues oh lord I, and I'm trust honest, me I'm there I'm too book. so uh, you know I dated uh, the last relationship that I was in was in an on and off again two year thing and that hit me really hard he was my soulmate even more so than any relationship that I've ever been in so mm. we uh, broke up officially at the end of April yeah and you know, a part of me when uh, we were going through our whole breakup process was like, I still want to find someone, sure. but like no one compared, right? Like you go from somebody who's just your everything and oh, yeah, dating people who, you know, are pretty okay, but like you just never clicked like chemistry or personality yeah. wise. 100%. That was really hard. So uh, I've come to grips with it within the last few weeks. I'm like, you know what? I am going to date. I'm going to have fun. I don't want a boyfriend. And as soon as that happened, let me tell you, I've had men confessing their love, yes. hitting me up on, like, if they can't get a hold of me on text, they're in my Snapchats. If they can't get on me on Snapchat, they're in my Instagram DMs. And I'm just like, what are you doing with your life? Like, like said, this is what it feels like. The less you think about it, the more it's going to happen. The more I'm getting it. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's nice. It's flattering. Like, I've been really lucky. I, can, I don't think I can say anything bad about anybody that I've ever dated. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not that person. Like, I was with with them for a reason and sure. even if it was just a week or you know a month whatever it was um i'm really lucky where i attract great men that's awesome so yeah no it feels yeah. good but it's it's been fun good yeah no i uh i totally get where you're coming from and and it's a weird thing that the universe like gives and takes mm-hmm. in these scenarios and one thing that i will say is that fate plays a weird part into it too with, with dating i don't know why it makes it so much more prevalent when it's like related to like an ex but like fate yeah do, do you believe in fate uh, i believe in like laws of attraction and like uh you attract the energy that you are and like you can manifest things into existence super hippie and i'm gonna get no. surface with it but it's really true like if you actually uh do some research and you put it into a practice every good thing in my life has happened because i've kind of willed it, or willed it into it. existence mm-hmm. so the, now i'm gonna talk about fit you come back to this really quick because i had this crazy thing happen today. yeah and it i i only see fate like this when it comes to another person Okay, so I was going to get brunch with somebody today. Okay. I was going to get brunch with somebody. Unfortunately, they messed up their schedule, and we couldn't meet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Eh, I'm not really feeling sushi right now. I'm going to go get some tropical smoothie. I want an avocado. It's light. I have to be in a bathing suit tomorrow. (laughs) So I pull up close to tropical smoothie on my phone, and I start driving towards it, not really noticing where I am. Mm -hmm. And I realize I'm in, I'm in Henderson, and I'm pulling up 
turn this corner, I'm just like, damn it. I know exactly where this tropical smoothie is. It's right next to the house of one of my exes. And this is, unfortunately, my the one who just destroyed me when she just walked away. And I was like, son of a uh, bitch, I have to be next to her house right now. Fine. Fine. Uh-huh. I really want the smoothie. So I'm sitting there in line, and of course it take forever, and I'm just like, I, I can see her house from line. Yeah. And I'm just like, this sucks. I've tried I, for a year now we, when we broke up, and I haven't gone to Henderson since. Like someone's like, ain't nothing good in Henderson. Fuck that place. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> literally, I've, I totally avoided an entire city because yeah. I knew I was going to run into this person. So I am sitting there and just like, just get my smoothie and, and go. So I get my smoothie and I drive away and I didn't run into her and I was like, sweet, awesome. So I'm driving to, I came to pick you up for this episode and I'm driving to to, to pick you up and my GPS pops up and it says, hey. Shorter route, save two minutes, press go. So I, I hit go, I follow my GPS, it takes me left. But it's weird, it takes me down like this really like path that, it was a tiny road compared mm-hmm. to like Craig Road, which is like a big street. And I was like, this is weird, why is this taking me down? And I'm, I'm technically saving time, but this is annoying. So I'm sitting in a red light, and I see a car coming from a distance, and it's a red Mini. And... Um, the person who I was dating, my ex, drove a red mini, and I was just like, "Oh, that's funny. That's the second time that I've, yeah. you know, that this has happened today." Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I hate like you know when it rains it pours, and I'm sitting there, and the mini's coming closer, and it has blacked out windows, and blacked out windows, and I was just like, "Oh, that's crazy. She had blacked out windows too," and she rolled down her window as she drove by, and it was her in the car, and I was like, "Son of a what?" How funny. I was like, oh my God. So I've, I, I yeah. have a different car since, we, since we've dated. So there's no way that she knew. I have a really like before, mm-hmm. it was literally like, it was like a fishbowl on four wheels. <laughs> like it was like this bright blue Ford Focus that okay. like you could see oh, everything yeah, yeah. into because I didn't have any tinting whatsoever on my car. So like you can see me coming. So like if I had been in that car, she would have seen me like dead eye. Like we would have locked eyes. But I since have a different car that has tint windows. And I just turn my head as she rolls down her window and I go fuck <laughs> and it was the weirdest like oh man that's the only time that I see fate play a part is when it's with like so that's what I say doing fate yeah. I, I mean come on this happened 20 minutes ago no right the synchronicities of it all are just so great <sighs> yeah. like had you have not pressed go like I ignore that shit all the time I'm like I don't want to say yeah like minutes. I was going down <laughs> Craig and I was like whatever if you think yeah. you can go faster and I literally watched my ex uh. drive past me after just getting a smoothie next to her house I I, I I felt a little wrecked for a while and I was just like I've got a year that's hard that's yeah no I totally understand yeah it gives you like you know that feeling in your stomach you're just like oh and you can't stop thinking about it yeah like, oh. and it, it, it it's a weird it's like a pit and like mm-hmm, for sure it's been a year and I'm yeah. still not over it but whatever everyone's a sucker for some so that's like my favorite quote everyone's a sucker for someone we always have 100%. that one person that like you still to this day like for me like I haven't seen this fucker in person since what the end of last year yeah. we've talked on the phone the last time like at the end of April like I still think about it. there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him it's disgusting sure. the one you compare everybody else to that'll oh, never man. live up and they're not even that great <laughs> you know I mean they're human just like all of us you yeah. know but it's just it's hard there's always that one person that stays in your life and I'm a hopeless romantic so 
uh, with that and like my beliefs of like just you know the energy you attract and you know you yeah. can kind of will things into like your existence like I always think like if it's meant to be it's gonna happen like it's gonna you know, happen. it will timing is huge you meet people at the time you're ready for them and if you yeah. it's really meant to be they'll pop back up you know and it's kind of maybe the universe sending you a sign of like hey dangling it in front of you uh, right like don't. is this what you really Come want on. Josh <laughs> I yeah yeah you have to think about that though like you really is that what you really want still I I, I will say uh, uh, yeah. like I thought I'd be further along, but it's been a year and I have not seen or spoken to this person. Yeah. So the, the crappy thing is I've had a year where we, I haven't like, I've had to move on on my own. Yep. Yep. And as much as you can do that on your own without having conversations and finally like having closure, like you can only have so much closure by, by yourself. Yeah. So part of me is, am I bummed that I saw her because like you need that last piece of closure oh, okay. or like to like totally seal it off or my bums because like this was my the one that mm -hmm. I totally screwed up. Like, I, I, I don't know. See, I'm gonna, you I'm said gonna, I'm you screwed up. I'm going to have to, like, bug you on that. So my favorite well, thing to do. she broke up with me, so I assume yeah. I broke up. I, I assume that So you're I holding on to up. that, right? Like, you're kind of holding on to that baggage for, like, future relationships of, like, what am I doing wrong, you know? Like, I, yes and no. Huh. I, I've wonderfully enough been able to, every time I start dating somebody, yeah. totally almost, I, my biggest pet peeve is being compared to an ex. So that's mm -hmm. the one thing mm -hmm. that I like, like, don't do. That's the one thing I'm really good at not comparing A to B. Because I know that they're two different people who come from very different backgrounds, who have different everything. So I try not to compare them and I try to have new experiences. But I think there is, you know, still a part of you that's just like, well, I screwed this up. How am I going to screw this up? Mm, so yeah. I, I do have some of that baggage, but at the same time, yeah, I don't know. I, I saw that. I have a wonderfully amount of baggage. Oh, Lord. Like, <laughs> One of these days, I think actually Same. when when I go back to Michigan, yeah, um, I'm gonna do an episode with my brother, sister, and mom, and oh, they're gonna interview wow. me instead of me interviewing them. Let it all out because I, I mean, y'all have heard me talk for so long, but like they'll be able to ask the super deep questions and just cut to it, so you guys can get to know more about me quickly. I'm looking forward to but that. That'll be an interesting episode. Um, if I start crying, I'll have to stop. No, I'm kidding. I'm, 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 I'm okay, going to talk through it. There'll be 20 minutes of just like... <laughs> Are just you an sobbing. ugly crier? Just ugly crier where it's just like snap what? bubbles. and. Those are the uh, best cries. You need those. Dude, those are... Yeah. I cried watching Armageddon. <gasps> yes. I cried watching Armageddon two days ago. Not when it came out. <laughs> two days ago. And I sat there and I was just like, oh, something's wrong. I was just, I'm tearing up thinking about it right now. I, I don't know what caused it, but I'm watching Armageddon and Bruce Willis presses that button and sacrifices himself. And I'm just like, and they play the fucking Daddy Steven issues. Tyler in the background. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Kills you. Yeah. I feel you. It, I think that's what it is. It's like little things trigger little moments. And I'm just like, I gotta have a good cry apparently. Yeah. Cause they're just, it's just leaking out at this point. Don't fight it. So yeah. I, well, Armageddon is all about daddy issues. Maybe that's why. It kind of is. Yeah, no, I totally have daddy issues. Huh. Hence me being half naked on the internet. <laughs> it's a thing. I don't have a reaction to that, but I really... Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm very self-aware. Like, uh, <laughs> I was telling a friend this. Uh, there's nothing that anybody can say about me that I don't already know or haven't already oh, thought. Man. Yeah, 100%. For sure, whatever. That's one of the few reasons <laughs> why you can't make fun of me is because yeah. I've already done it. Yeah, like you want to <laughs> say something about me? Yeah, like no, I'm yeah. agreeing with you uh -huh. <laughs> for sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they, um, uh, I, I would never call myself a comedian, but like uh, mm -hmm. I, 
the only people who are more fucked up than strippers are comedians. For sure. And I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, I, yeah. Know, I'm more a comedian than a stripper at this point. Well, I don't know. Am I more comedian than stripper? I hope I, I'm more I'd comedian I'd say it's like 60-40, leaning more towards stripper. <laughs> well, I'm I so have seen you up. downtown, Josh. <laughs> You've seen me at all hands. You've at all hands, yeah, for sure. Too much. For Everyone sure. in that company has seen too much of me. Um, I do I do really want to read. Did you ever see the calendar that I shot with the guys from 6 p.m.? Oh, Lord. <laughs> no? No, but Man, now I'm right. um, kind of weirdly intrigued. If, if anyone is following me on Facebook, there's an album under my photos called Men of 6 p.m. Skip to July. It's wonderful. Sexy stuff. Just for you guys. <laughs> Just for you guys. So, um, yeah. thinking about sexy stuff, let's come back to, can I ask about Patreon and you using that on, on Instagram? For sure, yeah. So, I love it. And you have worked with some incredible, incredible photographers. Is is that your focus with starting like, because you're basically, when you put out content and you put a place for people to help you continue to create content, I, I mean, that's what you're doing. You're creating, like, mm -hmm. are you working with other photographers in Vegas? Are you looking for more photographers to work with? Yeah, definitely. I'm always looking uh, to just collaborate and vibe with new people. Definitely mm -hmm. uh, in our industry, like, I'm always so hesitant to call myself a model. Like, I'm really grateful and lucky that I've been able to work with the brands that I've worked with sure. and the photographers. And uh, over this past year, uh, it's been an adventure of just kind yeah. of uh, exploring this avenue and by no means am I going to be walking down a runway anytime soon. But, you know, in tattoo modeling, uh, promo stuff, like, uh, I'm very fortunate. So uh, I'm can, very can picky. You, yeah. Can you go back to what it, What would you consider tattoo modeling? Um, and mm -hmm. I, I have an idea, but, like, if you were to describe it. Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, just showcasing art, yeah. being in the tattoo industry, yep. uh, you know, holding yourself up to a certain standard. I think yeah. that there's a fine line between, uh, you know, very sexy, sultry stuff, which I feel like selling clothing represents really well. Of oh, for sure. Just beautiful tattooed women that, yep. you know, appreciate the tattoo 100%. Uh, artistry. The, the art behind exactly, it. Exactly. Versus, you know, maybe going online and like spreading your vagina and having like a couple of like really <laughs> tacky tattoos. Like, let's be real. We've no, seen it. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen it. The, um, there are not so fine lines There's a fine line. Yeah, for sure. And I model think, uh, and and like actually putting it out for art. Exactly. And I think with the tattoo modeling, that kind of opens the doorways for a lot more promo work where it's, you know, a lot of brands where they want that urban kind of sexy. Niche. You, uh, you very fill niche, yeah. a very specific niche. Yeah, Does that exactly. work for you? Like, do you find that you get a ton of work because... I'm starting to, yeah. So it's funny because now, you know, social media is so huge, I think, for every industry where you are promoting yourself. So yeah. the bigger following you have, I hate to say it, but, you know, if you have a following, people start paying attention to you. It kind of legitimizes yeah. what you do and, you know, uh, you know, that, it keeps... That uh -huh. is the perfect way to say it. It legitimizes what you do. For sure, exactly. Yeah. You know, so people will say, hey, you know, you've worked with so-and-so, you worked with this brand, and, you know, I get hit up a lot of my DMs. But with that, I think kind of going back to, like, just the way I feel about my tattoos and just yep. anything I allow into my life like uh, I'm very hesitant to get involved with just anything like not to be stuck smart. up about stuff oh, but uh, there's some photographers that'll hit me up and I'm just not a huge fan of their work where I wouldn't post it on my page so I, okay. I'm very hesitant to like respond or to anything too seriously totally makes than, sense like, thank them. do you have uh, have you defined your personal style because like, um, yeah, you said no. very importantly like there are mm -hmm. photographers you're just like it doesn't match me yeah how uh, would you describe to like a photographer saying like you know 
how do you shoot? Or like, yeah. Um, so it really depends, I think, uh, on their style too, right? So like yeah. how we said, tattoo artists, uh, you know, they you know can specialize in new school or you know you do portraits really well. Yep. Photographers tend to have a certain look or aesthetic yeah. that they shoot oh. very well. So mm-hmm. um, lighting is huge on uh, my part. So when uh, when I see an artist, uh, I'm sorry, a photographer shoot with like just killer lighting, like one of the guys uh, that I just shot with, he has this incredible like blue and green type of look to his yeah. work, and it's just oh, very dark. It, like it's almost like a dark. But like noir kind of yeah i need to start yeah. getting better with the terms on that but uh i would say i would just look at what they shoot very well so uh you know boudoir is super huge and uh starting out the first couple uh photo shoots that i did were all pinup style okay. um fully clothed just like cute pinup and you know personally that's what my look tends to be already yeah um now kind of exploring modeling a little bit you know doing some more boudoir stuff mm-hmm. um but i want to start getting a little bit um edgier with it where sure. it's like sure you know um, and it's funny because I have this conversation with photographers all day, every day, and models as well. Um, you know, every girl you see on Instagram is prettier than the last. Everyone's got a better body than the oh, last. Yeah. You know, it's like beautiful women on Instagram are a dime a dozen. And, um, and mm-hmm. you can only go so far before you just mesh into the crowd. That's exactly it. I'll look at these girls and I'm like, wow, like you're like stunning. Like you'd walk down the street and everybody yeah. would be looking. But, you know, you but, have maybe like 5,000 followers. Nobody's paying yeah. attention. And it's almost, you know, uh, to their disadvantage because... Because they're so beautiful, they blend in with everybody. So I try to think of, okay, what's going to kind of set me apart? And, you know, it comes down to who your audience is. And I've been really lucky um, where uh, I got a majority of my following through uh, beard appreciation pages. Yes. Full circle. We can't have me on the show and not talk about beards. I I was so (laughs) going to make that like a very specific topic to talk about. But I was like, I want to see how long it takes for her to naturally bring up beards. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) totally get where you're coming from. Before we close out yeah. like the photographer yeah. side, do you have a favorite photo? Um, ooh, that's that's tricky. Uh, do you have one photo yeah. that every time you see it, you're just like, that's it? That's hot. That's you awesome. know what? Honestly, uh, right now, it's my uncensored stuff yeah. on Patreon. Uh, just, uh, I'm a huge face person where, you know, you can take selfies all day. And, you know, looking at yourself while you're taking a selfie is really easy because you can say, hey, you know, your eyes look a little dead. Move yeah. your mouth a little bit. Like, it's really easy for you to change your facial expressions. Sure. Um, I know at this point, like, how to kind of contort my body to where it gives the right curve. And I've had yeah. conversations about, like, the S curve, for those of you know, like, you want to kind of twist your body so that you know you got that hip you have the boob and your waist looks smaller and you know i could do that all day it's the face that i have a little bit of trouble working so like i enjoy photographers that'll give me that like right away like hey fix that you know do this and that's but the patreon stuff like call it out they can call it out right away and you can you can adjust but like the patreon stuff i'm like my body looks good the face looks good the lighting's killer and it just sucks because um they're all uh, they're all topless, <laughs> so it's not something I can readily post on Instagram. No, it, I'm yeah. super excited to share, but like I have to like blur it out, and it's yeah. not something I can post. And I always feel bad editing uh, a guy like he's so talented, having <laughs> like a little poop little emoji smiley over face. A nipple. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think he's like, a fan of that. Dang so. it! But uh, no, uh, I've been really lucky. I can't say anything bad because I'm so picky about the photographers yeah. I've worked with. They've become friends of mine. Like when they That's come awesome. to Vegas, like I'm like, hey, I've hosted them at my house before. Yeah. And you're like, um, I mean, yeah. they get so. I, because we're coming close to our time limit here, we got to run back to beards. I, All that day. was one thing. I don't know if it's like one of the first things that you said, but it, it was definitely in the top four. Um, when we met, it, it was talking about beards and anyone who's following me on Instagram knows that you're a pogonophile. Po- pogonophile. Thank yeah. you. Pogonophile. P-O-G-O-N-O or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Pogonophile. Pogonophile is 
the love and attraction to delicious bearded men. Mm. So yes. sexy. <laughs> uh, every yes. time I look in a mirror, I'm just like, nice. You. Dude. <laughs> You're <Nice>. doing good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and and I, was t- I was telling Jesse the other day, uh, it's, it's the laziest thing I do. It's How like, funny. Uh, yeah. I, I will take time to like, you know. Comb it down. To comb it and to do trim it. Do you use it, beard oils like, in it? Same time, like, there's nothing I can do to make it go faster. Yeah. Um, besides take like, what, biotin? Well, there's like, uh, beard oils that uh, specifically have the right type of vitamins and stuff really? that promote growth. Boy, let me tell you, I get sent so many samples of uh, beard. Pro- I have a ton. I wish I would have known. I would have brought you some. I seriously have like a box sitting I, at I the do, house. Yeah. I do have. I was using. Um, are you familiar with Dan Blazarian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Super D-bag. Sorry, no, Dan. Still. Um, so I lived at Panorama and he also lived there. Oh, okay. So I met him a couple different times yeah, randomly yeah. and he always had an epic beard. And mm-hmm. I was just like. What do you do? Because it's crazy. And he goes, I have beard. And then, like, two years later, he came out with a company. The Dollar Beard Dollar Club. Dollar Beard yeah, Club. Yeah. And I was like, D- uh, I don't know if he's using this stuff, but, like, if he's putting his name on it, like. It's got to be good. He has an epic beard. Yeah. It's, it's wonderfully quaffed. I'm sure he's, he's a D-bag, but, like, still, it's For an incredible sure. beard. And it's, I was just. Yeah. So I got a bunch of that stuff, and it works great. Yeah. But if you have stuff that's going to stimulate growth, because, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm nowhere near my, my beard length, but, like. It just, it comes in like the left side comes in faster than the right. So I have to, yeah. I'm constantly trimming the right and the left is a little Just let slow. it, let it grow, baby. Like just instead of like being so worried, uh, my recommendation, and this is coming from someone that all I've done is date bearded men for like four years. Yeah. Uh, we talk about this a lot. Uh, just let it grow. Like there, you're going to get to the awkward place where it's kind of like looks a little unruly. It's yep. going to get itchy. It's going to be disgusting. But then you can take on your full like form. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> and I, then and you can kind of shape it down. Yeah. And like I think by trimming one side too much, you're kind of messing up like the equalness the, to the it. The fullness. It. Yeah. You sense. have a good beard. I was telling him in the car. I said Aww. it's thick. It's dark. It's full. Like the length for sure. I could see where you'd want to grow it out a little bit yeah. more. And that'll come that's with time. Like I think of just, you know, not getting a. Uh, don't be, uh, like, don't groom it too much. No, get you some beard oils. And that's and what I mean sure. by the laziest thing. It's yeah. like, I'll, I'll brush it so it's not, like, Amish, you know, flowing up Homeless on the side. Yeah. yeah. I'll brush it, but that's about the extent of it on the daily. Cool. But, um, so, is there a specific reason why, like, because, like I said, if you go to your Instagram, it's, like, one-third meme, one-third you sexy, and then one-third just... <laughs> it's funny because uh, as I've started from? to grow, uh, I've calmed down on like the beard appreciation stuff just a little bit because sure. guys get jealous. Holy cow. A man that doesn't have a beard gets jealous of men that don't get beards. Like, I'm sorry. You can quote me on that. I've seen it in real life. Like, we they so, don't like it. We, we did an episode. Yeah. And, and what sucks is we did an episode yesterday when we were talking about um, just instant things you can do mm-hmm. to make yourself hotter. And one of them was if you can't grow a beard, just don't. Like, there's nothing worse Ooh, than a beard, yeah. but you look at it and you're just like, oh, If your beard don't connect, neither will we. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is perfect. Yeah, no, the wispy, um, like, little, like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, and, and, and I will say there are times where, um, yeah, I totally get it, where people will ask me, like, how long have you been growing your beard? Like a month. Mm-hmm. And they freak out and they're upset. Yeah. But there are other times where, like, I'll see a clean-shaven dude or, like, a 5 o'clock shadow, and I'm just like, Damn, that looks good. Yeah, for sure. So find what 
like suits you and do it well right yeah. like not everything is going to be for everybody and that's even for women right there's definitely some stuff that i can't rock and you know that's completely fine and i wouldn't try like figure out what's going to make you the most attractive yep. and what makes you happy and then from there like just own it 100 percent. you have to own it you have to own it yeah, yeah. the confidence is don't huge. be don't be self-conscious it's on your face yeah it's on your face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say the one thing, if I have to say, I'm most jealous of a, a mustache. So Ooh, I'm yeah. like a Tom Selleck thick, like mm. full upper lip mustache. I can't do it. I can't grow hair right underneath like the very like, bridge of my nose. Or, yeah. yeah, like little like dimple between like your lip. Yeah, yeah. I can't grow hair there. So That's like it's I was it I was just like like a like a Jack Sparrow wannabe <laughs> when I try to do like a just a mustache. Yeah, uh, I have mixed feelings about the mustache. Uh, those it's are something. Back. No, for sure. I think it's kind of like it comes back in waves, right? Yeah. Like it's really huge. Everybody has that crazy like uh, twirled end mustache. And can't can't do the. I love yeah. it and it fits people. Like Paco, who works at Zappos, is a. I can't historian. say anything bad about Paco. Yeah, yeah. I his mustache suits him and for it, sure. It works. Yeah, that's his style. I can't do that. He owns it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just, I appreciate it more so than I find it attractive. I'm like, oh, that's okay. awesome. Yeah. Like, that's something I'll comment on. A good on. mustache. Yeah, I'll compliment it, but yeah. it's not anything that I particularly look for. All about the beards. But, like, yeah. isn't it so funny, though, that, like, we're coming back to a time period where, um, I, how best to describe it? That I, there's got to be a word for it, and if not, we're going to make one up. But, like, it, it's like the dad look. Oh, okay. You know, all this is coming back yeah. where it's like, you were growing up and you saw photos of your dad younger and he was wearing like short athletic shorts and a tank top and had like a handlebar. And, yeah. You know, like coming back to when men should be men. Yeah. Oh, and, I love it. and that's why, like, I want to embrace that because mm -hmm. I totally could. I have a dad oh, yeah. bod. I could totally be <laughs> like the leader of the dad pack wearing a romp him if I just had a big fat mustache. Yeah. If you're going to rock the romp him, then you need to get a mustache. Yeah. But you got to balance it out. Can't out. do the mustache. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with my yeah. hobo chic and just focus we'll on get you going we'll get those oils we'll in see. massage them all we'll i mean <laughs> i always feel like such a creep too so like one of the first things i ask a guy uh that i'm dating that has a beard i'm like Can so uh, no that that comes that <laughs> that's comes, be the first thing you but ask. it's always like what's your grooming routine like like what kind of oils do you like i feel like i'm like <laughs> yeah Can i'm being such you? a creep about it uh that's my foreplay right there apparently it's, yeah <laughs> Can I shave your neck? <laughs> that, 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 was, that was another I've thing. I've done it. <laughs> that's, well, I would be okay with it. Yeah. That, that's another thing that we brought up yesterday. Yeah. It's a thing you can instantly do to make yourself sexy. Just clean up your neck. And Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like, just, if you have a line big beard, it. you're fine. But, like, line that shit up. Mm -hmm. Like, a scruffy neck beard. Or the back. Weird. I'm sorry. Back hair kills me. I love a hairy man. Chest hair, all that hair. But, like, when you see, like, the back the hair tufts. going up the spine, I'm just oh, like, oh, <laughs> That's, Go away. <laughs> thank you, mom and dad, yeah. for sticking to together because I don't have any back hair. No, Lucky but it, just duck. straight oh chest, yeah. beard, and the hair yeah. that grows stupid fast. Yeah. But yeah. like just on my head. Yeah. It's wonderful. I like it. So, but I don't yeah. think you got to like, wh wh where did the beard come from? Like, So uh, that's a funny question because uh, my ex didn't have a beard and like I was with him forever, my ex-husband, yeah. and then uh, I started dating and it was just more so like I would date tattoo guys. And then uh, I'll never forget the first bearded man that I dated. He blew me away. Oh, my goodness. He was like a Marine vet, full, thick beard. Oh, he used man. like the beard oil. He had like the beard comb. And oh, it was just yeah. so, so sexy. And then from there, every guy that I dated had a beard. Had and then beard. one day, uh, like six months later, I woke up and I'm like, 
I think that I have an attraction to beards. And it's funny because yeah, around that time, yeah. Instagram started kicking off for me. Yeah. And I ran into those beard appreciation pages. And there's a couple of pages in particular where uh, it's basically like a gang. It's a beard gang almost. Yeah. Uh, there's a chapterhood. Uh, there's brotherhood chapters all over the world. So there was a Vegas chapter and I ended up dating a few guys from there. That's awesome. They were all full of beards. And from there, it was kind of like my thing, right? Like yeah, everybody knew Mel loved beards. Yeah. And, you know, at that point, it was like too late to go back. It's like, well, I do love beards. Yeah. But uh, just this, like the manliness of it, it's so funny because everybody's like, oh, you know, they are gross. Like they smell bad. It's like, I don't know what homeless beard you're yeah, smelling. <laughs> what beard are you fucking yeah, well, with? <laughs> what are you it doing? it smells bad? Yeah. Uh, every Ooh. man that I've been with has seriously taken better care of his beard than like I take care of my hair. Like they're like, I have to wash it. I have to oh, yeah. blow dry it. Like <laughs> I've dated guys that'll like blow dry out their beard and like I'll put the oils in it. And mm-hmm. like, it's cute. Like say what you will. Like it's not manly. Like, you know, I, I feel like taking pride in your appearance is a huge thing that not everybody does that yeah. they should do. So if you're going to spend like an extra 20 minutes blowing out your beard, God bless you. Do it. Yeah, do it. Make I, yourself feel good. Like if I it would, gives you confidence, do it. I would find myself spending more time on my beard so much so that I just shaved my head finally. I was like, yeah, F it. One or the I, other. <laughs> I like this, but this is, I need to focus on this yeah. right down here. And I like that though. Yeah, no, there's just something about uh, just the aesthetic of it. Like I said, yeah. like I'm attracted to a particular type of beard. Like you said, if you can't grow it, don't do it. Just so don't. Just I need them full, dark, thick, long. Yeah. Like the longer, the better. Like yep. I want that full, like ZZ top. Like <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. We're just, just basically a younger ZZ top and you're just head over heels. Yeah. Throwing a throat tattoo. Perfect. Like I was telling you a earlier. A throat tattoo. Yes. That's one thing that, that I have never heard someone say is my go-to. So I'm a sucker for a throat tattoo. A throat like tattoo. give me a man that has, but it has to be a good throat tattoo. Like um, I, don't, I would say like honest, like, you know how you rate people like, for attractiveness, one sure. to ten, I would say like your throat tattoo can be like on the six end, and, and, and I'll and still be attractive. Okay <laughs> Anything okay. less than that, we got problems. But uh, yeah, no, give me a good throat tattoo for sure. Um, hand tattoos, uh, I'm hit or miss on those. Like you know, then they're not bigger. If they breaks, form, if they like go with the like the curvature of your hand, like, I think more it can so. Look so cool. Yeah, for sure. I think my issue though is. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat's a little dry, but uh, I hate when people don't have a lot of tattoos and yeah. all of a sudden their hands are just like blasted. It's like, where's the rest of your work? You're like, like that's, <laughs> that's where you started? That's where you started. It's a little <laughs> questionable. If you are covered in tattoos and you have hand tattoos, like that's yeah. so sexy. But yeah, the instant... I always call them the insta gangsters, like the ones yeah, that are like just hand have tattoos. Thug you know. life on your face. You, no, you can't do it. Day. You got to work your way up to that. Yeah, <laughs> that's like you do that, and then like next is like then you start working on yeah. your torso. I definitely like that dapper look though that men yeah. are rocking nowadays, where it's like the cuff pants, like the you know like super done up hair, tailored, where it's like faded, very shirt. tailored, fitted shirt, yep. fitted button ups, like their style's super clean, and then they just have that huge massive beard. Neck tattoo. And actually. Um, my date's here. <laughs> what? So that was when we talked about when we had I'm going to uh, text time. while you're talking. Oh, that's so funny. We have to do one more shot. And then we've just been interrupted. Oh, yeah. But that, we when did. I said time limit, that, that was what we were working up to. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Noodling with Josh. Mel, thank you for Noodling with Josh. Thank you for having me and listening to me ramble. Wasn't this fun? I talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, was it was. Fun? Yeah, have okay. me back whenever. We'll do more of these. Um, I definitely have another episode coming up where we're going to need female opinion on dating. So I'll hit you up there. But um, I love that. Thank you again for tuning in, everybody. And I will talk to you soon. Don't forget, if you're in the Detroit, Michigan area from the 10th to the 16th, hit me up. I'll be back home and we'll do an episode. All right. I'll talk to you guys guys later.
thanks again everybody for tuning in to another episode of Noodling with Josh. As always, music is being brought to you by the freemusicarchive.org and this is Lame Drivers with the track Kill Me. This episode is also brought to you by Dean's French Onion Dip. Not really, but I really like Dean's French Onion Dip. That joke is never going to get old to me. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.